You are listening to Bikepacker Radio on Mountain Bike Radio. Welcome bikepacking fans. I'm Ben Welnack. I'm the creator of Mountain Bike Radio, and I wanted to break in with this short introduction before the episode gets rolling to give you some information about the show, about the website, bikepackersmagazine.com, and to give you a heads up that the audio quality on this short interview that Michael did isn't the best. It's not terrible. You can hear it. You can listen to it and get all the information, but it's not the quality that I'd like to hear. So bear with them, bear with us. It's only eight minutes long. I think you can manage, but it's a, it's a great discussion. And uh, Michael, like I mentioned, who is one of the regular hosts of Bikepacker Radio, interviews Nathan Ward, who is the director of a new documentary called The Rider and the Wolf. It's put on by Grit and Thistle Film Company out of Salida, Colorado. And if you want more information, I put a link, or actually a few links in the show notes, but one of the links directs you back to bikepackersmagazine.com, and they have a full discussion, a full interview with Nathan, written interview. There is a two-minute trailer, a Vimeo trailer on there that you must listen to, or you must watch, rather. So head over to bikepackersmagazine.com if you need the exact link. Just go in the show notes for this episode. If you have any questions... Feel free to shoot me an email. It's ben at mountainbikeradio.com. Otherwise, enjoy the podcast. Hey, everyone. It's Michael Ackerman from Bike Packers Radio, and I'm here today with a Mountain Bike Radio follow-up with Nathan Ward of Grit and Thistle Film Company. Yeah. Hey, Michael. Thanks very much, man. appreciate you being with uh, Bike Packers and uh, appreciate your interview as well. It was nice to get some some thoughtful questions about the film and, and why we made it. Oh, we appreciate that. Well, Nathan, you're the director of the new documentary, The Rider and the Wolf, and I'm wondering if you can just uh, give the listeners an idea what that picture is about. Yeah, The Rider and the Wolf is uh, it's a, it's an unusual kind of mountain bike story. It's about a, a mountain bike pioneer named Mike Rust, who was one of the one of the founders of the sport in the state of Colorado, at least. And it's also a story about his disappearance. He went missing without a trace uh, just a bit over six years ago in the most Valley of Colorado. So the story is, you know, it's uh, part mountain bike history, one, one man's place in the history and development of the sport, and then the mystery about what, what might have happened to him out in this remote part of Colorado. We were, I'd say, just blessed to get a look at the film here at Brickpackers, and I'll tell you, it is, it's well done. And, you know, Nathan, it was interesting um, in talking with our team, we were trying to describe it, you know, it's a documentary, it's Mike Rush's story, but it's also, uh, you know, grassroots history of mountain biking, not only in Colorado, but kind of in the United States. So, so many dimensions, I think, were just fascinating uh, that you guys captured in the film. Yeah, thanks. And uh, one of the things we're trying to do, too, you know, is uh, sort of push the genre of bike films, you know. In the beginning, we jumped, we said, we made a we made a joke that we were going to make the first mountain bike film with no jumping in it. But uh, we failed and we had to do some jumps in the end. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, you know, it is a, it is a history of uh, just a new look at how mountain biking develops sort of science. 
in the world, I think. It wasn't just Colorado. It wasn't just California. It was all over Europe. It was, you know, from the first time someone rolled a boat, uh, bike off a boat back east, you know, and rode down the dirt trail. But, you know, just a new look at uh, what we were able to find through archival footage. And then we shot the, the documentary as accurately as possible, you know. So all the bikes we used for, well, 90% of the bikes we used were ones that, you know, characters on our film and built. The trails they rode on were trails they had dug out. And, uh, yeah, so we tried to make it real. I think that authenticity really rings through when you when you watch the film. Um, so it, so it to me, is a success. Um, but, you know, when you thought about this project, what, what made Grit and Thistle Film Company uh, kind of the right organization to take on this project? What made you guys the right guys to, you know, tell Mike Rush's story and, and uh, take this on? Well, I think it's a hometown story in a lot of ways. You know, I grew up yeah. in Salida, and, you know, back then it was still, you know, kind of on the uh, last gas of gasps of being a mining town or a railroad town, you know, so there weren't were a whole lot of outdoor mentors, you know. There was no mountain biking, kayaking. It was just in these old right. fiberglass boats that sucked. And uh, then these guys moved to town, you know, and they started making these bikes, and they were riding these hiking trails, and everyone was just like, whoa, what is that, you know? And I think they just jump-started the whole thing for us, you know, being an impressionable 16 or 17 year old at the time, I thought, man, I want to do that. That looks fun. Yeah. And uh, even though I'm sitting right now in my office, I'm I'm uh, I can look out and see the the Colorado Cyclery shop used to be, and it's cool because they still have their their light up there, which is a a mix of a Colorado flag and a high wheel bike that's been up there for about 30 years. So, yeah, I think we're the perfect people to tell the story because we lived part of part of the story ourselves. Well, I think you guys did a, a fantastic job. Can you uh, tell us real quick any high points during production, filming of this movie that come to mind? Yeah, there are a lot of high points. I think I think one of them is that uh, we had the chance just to make a, a film about Mike Rust. You know, I'd only met him when I was a teenager, so I didn't know him. And uh, getting to know his sort of his family and his group group of friends and uh they're a bunch of bike nuts you know these guys have a lot of them now are in their late 50s 60s and they've got these like garages full of like a lifetime's collection of the most beautiful old bikes you've seen you know from high yeah. wheelers to original cruisers and just uh they've got a good spirit about them i think you know mountain biking and bike packing attracts a certain type of personality and you know i like that personality I like those kind of people. I like how those people's energy can just be infectious and can just take over a community, become tribal, and really good stuff. It sounds like Mike was was one of those forebearers and all of that. So, what's yeah, uh, what did, what did you see or what did you find real quick as challenges in production in making this movie? You know, I think making any movie is hard because it takes so many people to get it done. First of all, you know, so you have just this wild conflagration of personalities all the time. And, uh, you know, filmmaking costs a ton of money. So we had to shut the whole thing down a couple times to raise money to keep going in the next step. And then, you know, there's the the fact that it's a small community. And so, you know, when you're out for filming, 
you don't really know who you're talking to because no one knows who did it. And, right. uh, you know, it's a bit unnerving you're out there and you know you're on public display, but you don't know who you're on this public display for or what wow. they're thinking or what's really happening, you know. So, yeah. And that's I mean, dimension of, to the normal logistics of filming, I guess. It does. It does, yeah. We had fully armed film crews sometimes, so. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Well, I will tell you from uh, from this guy, for what it's worth, uh, a must-see if you are a mountain biker, an adventurer, a backcountry traveler. Uh, Mike Rust, his spirit, it's inspirational. Uh, I, I don't want to paint it lightly, though. It's a heavy film. Um, it deals with his, you know, to this day, unsolved disappearance. Uh, but, man, some strike sessions, some archival footage, really well done job by Grit and Thistle Film Company out of Salida, Colorado. So, Nathan, how can folks check this film out? How can they uh, see this movie, get it to their town? Where do they find out more? Well, we're in, the, we're in the stages of trying to schedule all the shows right now. We're doing shows throughout Colorado and northern New Mexico and uh, even in Poland takes a month. So but we're going to be putting all those on our Facebook page, uh, which is facebook.com slash grit and thistle film. That's probably the most direct way. And, uh, yeah, and just email us at uh, info at grit and thistle and we'll, we'll try to let you know. And people can also sponsor shows. They can host screenings in their towns if they uh, do it as a bike shop or with their club or even as a, you know, a fundraiser for local trail work or mountain bike teams. Folks, you're going to love it. Nathan, thank you again for spending time with me. And uh, for those that haven't seen it, uh, we talked a little bit more in depth about the movie uh, and try to ask Nathan to unpack the rider and the wolf a little bit more over at bikepackersmagazine.com. Uh, again, this is Michael Ackerman. Nathan, thanks for joining us. And uh, everybody stay tuned. Uh, this Friday, I know, Salida, right? Uh, the film yep. opens there. Fantastic. Well, Nathan Ward of Grit and Thistle Film Company, thank you for joining us. Be on the lookout for The Rider and The Wolf. Happy trails, everyone.